This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you in part by Denny's. Oh, what are you doing? What? What is that? A Cobb salad? What? What are you even doing? What? What even is that? A salad at a Denny's? Get like a burger or something. I don't know. Tom, you better not complain about this later because like, this was your choice. You're going to be full of regret. Denny's. America's Diner. Get like a burger or something. Also available in Canada. I know. Canada. Well, I've been hanging around at the crossroads hoping to sell my soul. The devil, I'll tell you, has gone downhill since he quit that rock and roll. But I can't see another road for me, so it's down the road I go. And you won't be catching sight of me no more. And you gotta choose your weapon. The one you choose, it doesn't really matter. Pick your direction now and ride it till the end. Could be whiskey or poison. Well, you won't know till the bottom of the glass. Just knock it back and get on your feet again. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 118, I 118. think. 118. I erased the thing because <laughs> I wanted to put an equation. But yes, it was 118. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, today is a, a Tuesday when we are recording this. A Tuesday. And for the first time in a long time, it's just me and Tom. Just me and Tom. Just Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, Tom's a lot, and I am Tom. <laughs> yep. It is indeed. So what's that equation? Uh, that's the, it's the Einstein's field equations. It's what, it tells you how space curves when there's matter in it. Okay. Um, in a very simplified way, because it's actually, it represents like 16 different equations, but right. they're bundled up with these letters so that you can write it in a nice form that fits on a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you making a t-shirt of that? No, I just wanted something nice in the background when I was doing a little vlog instead of having a big 118. Right, yeah. Because I thought sense. that would probably look kind of odd. Yeah. I was that... like, I'm going to put something generically nerdy that has, you know, strange symbols on it. And yeah. Then it'll look generically nerdy. This is going on Facebook and no one will know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, are, were you considering putting it on a t-shirt? I, just, um, I feel like it's weird that you mentioned the T-shirt. Though. No, it's it's on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> like there, are, it's sort of a thing that physicists like physicists like when their equation is short enough that they can put it on a shirt. Right. So if it's not that short, they'll invent some new notation where they like cram it together more. Right. <laughs> so get it down to the point where they can fit it. So they'll like just turn the whole equation into one letter and toss it on yeah so like that symbol r like r with a subscript mu nu that you mu nu that you see there which, sure, are, which yeah. are greek indices um the the symbol for what that actually is is like a page long oh, okay <laughs> but yeah. if you define it as r then it fits there right yeah which is better because who wants to write a whole page of things yeah and you're going to yeah. be using it all over the place it's like you know it's like what the reason you write x for anything instead of always right. writing the thing itself yeah, that makes sense. It's like if your granny's going to the store and you want to know how many apples she needs to buy and you work out an equation to solve it, you're not going to write out the amount of apples granny needs to buy every time. You're just going to write X. Oh, right? yeah, that makes sense. I always I always thought of like X and Y variables as literally just like a placeholder for a number as opposed to a placeholder for an idea. Yeah, but well, I guess the, it's the, both. They're they're the placeholder for the idea of a number, but you haven't, nece- you don't necessarily know what the number is, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But yeah. it's it's still that's what we do. We we just try to 
take an idea and stretch it to the limits of complexity where it still makes sense. Right. And then you shrink it down and fit it into a box where you can just you can just ignore all the weird complexity inside and deal with like just that box. That's like, okay, we figured out some things that this R does. So now we can forget what it what it actually is. Right. We don't have to pay attention to it all the time. And we can just work with that and then hopefully from that we can build new things and you build up this like hierarchy of structures that let you understand the world. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing you do in in like science and that was kind of what I was trying to show with the last video I put out, the right. way that you take something and you make it more and more complicated until you need to simplify it and pretend right. it's simple again so you can make sense of it in your head yeah that makes sense did yeah. that did that hit a million yet it, it was creeping no, close when not, i last looked not yet it's not like either. like nine nine forty or something like that okay. nine hundred forty thousand. but it's yeah you know <laughs> i yeah. can't complain it's close enough it's a it's yeah like anyone who's come listened to this podcast because they heard of, they saw that video thanks for showing up like, would, would anyone have done that I don't know. And I mean, is there a link to the podcast in it? Not in the video, <laughs> but there's links to the podcast around right, the yeah, channel. Yeah. It's adjacent. Places. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. what's what's going on with you? You uh, uh, just got back from VidCon. I did VidCon. Uh, I'm still exhausted. This is the second yeah. podcast I'm recording this week, <laughs> and tomorrow night I'm recording uh, topics of high importance with uh, right. Kate and Paul. So uh, I'm a busy, tired boy. Uh, my voice is kind of here. And mm. it's, I think it's going to be stuck here till like next week, probably. Ugh. I was like that. I was trying to do that vlog this morning. You heard me <laughs> say, hey, Facebook, hey, like Facebook, a thousand times. Hey, Facebook. Hey, Facebook. Uh, it's because <laughs> I've, you're like, when you try to be chipper, but you've just woken <laughs> up, you have to like really force it. Yeah. And it gets really awkward. And then I came back like an hour later having eaten right. and did it again. And it was so much easier. Yeah. It took you like a, one or two takes <laughs> instead of like 12. And it was like, oh, I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I'm just, I've actually eaten now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I, uh, yeah. No, but VidCon was good. It was, um, it was really fun. I met a lot of really cool people, talked to a lot of people whose work I've, like, really enjoyed over the years and, like, mm. kind of wanted to treat them like human beings because I figured <laughs> a lot of people would be treating them like celebrities. And I was like, I'm going to not do that. I'm going to be normal. Mm, yeah, that's good because yeah. you need that in a sea of screaming people. That's I it. I saw I I went and watched the the video of the the Instagram model dude. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh man, if people have because you mentioned that on the last podcast, eh? Yeah. If people have gone and seen that at this point, oh man, <laughs> ridiculous. Like, oh, who who are you? <laughs> Some teenager with. 20,000 followers on things. But like it seems like he must have gotten those 20,000 followers f entirely from like paid ads or something. Oh, it must be. Just given like like if he's actually as obscenely rich as he says he is, he must just have like parents bankrolling his Instagram and he still yeah. only has 20,000 followers. <laughs> like, I mean like that's the thing like I feel like and I'm very broke, but mm. I feel like I could probably afford to buy 20,000 followers. Probably. Like yeah. I don't know. It yeah. seems like it'd be cheap. It's not very worth it. Yeah. Like, well, because they don't actually engage. They're just numbers. Yeah. And also there's like, you've got to be really careful to avoid the like follower farms. Right. In various third world countries where people like there, there's, there's places that'll like, they're, they're like paid to like specific pages. So right. often you'll get that. So like, if you actually pay for followers, you'll get them all from like Bangladesh or something. Right. But then 
the funny thing, Derek from Veritasium was talking about this, was that he did a whole bunch of Facebook advertising, like trying to boost his, like his reach on Facebook. Right. And he didn't, so it was like a legit thing and Facebook was supposed to advertise to everybody, but he still got like 80% of his fans from like follow farm countries. Oh, weird. And what he thinks is going on is that these places, in order to conceal the fact that they're doing this, they'll also just go around like liking every page they possibly can. Right. So, or like at every page that they, that pops up to them. So right. they'll all see this and they'll start clicking like on your thing and they're just as disengaged as paid followers are, but it wastes all of your Facebook ad money because Facebook sees it as a click. So if you, if, even if you pay Facebook to spread you, it'll mostly spread you to these same like hyper active clickers who are clicking so that they can not be noticed when they they're paid to click on things right yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah so it's yeah. It, it's a very strange world trying to gain a following through artificial means right yeah it almost feels like it's not totally worth it yeah i don't know i mean it's 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 old and the techniques have gotten more sophisticated right like remember mm. remember myspace not really <laughs> were you did you you were never really on a my on myspace eh? no i was uh i feel like i was just young enough that you know my group weren't necessarily on it like some of us were some of us weren't but yeah it was already not really much of a thing yeah yeah i used it mostly as like my band like i don't think i ever had a personal myspace yeah but back in back in that day you could actually like you could just sort of run a bot and rack up like a million views in a day and it would actually not know the difference right a lot of people just did that (laughs) the good old days yeah back when it was easy easy to pretend to cheat your way to the top yeah but then you get all the you 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 know go scroll through these pages that had like millions of views and they were terrible bands and right. quickly the whole concept of views became meaningless. So right, yeah. Well, that's that's the risk, right? Like you and I, I think it's good that there's measures in place now where they check that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it also, yeah, it also <laughs> means it's slower getting up there. <laughs> yep, and I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's. it's I think Hank was saying in a tweet the other day that it's there. There are more people succeeding in online video than ever, but it's also harder than ever. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Like, I guess that's just yeah, that's the maturation of the platform, I suppose. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, even with uh, even with this, like doing this podcast for two years, I've seen like I've been very aware of the rate of growth with it. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's a lot more consistent and predictable than the rate of growth was when I was doing YouTube stuff regularly, mm. which is interesting. I'm not sure why. I think maybe it's just that platform uh, podcasting is still like a newer platform in the common like in like most people's eyes than yeah. YouTube is, even though they've been around for about the same amount of time. Like, yeah, I think it's it's just now kind of gaining popularity, so it's still kind of fresh and easy to get into. I don't know. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's not and yeah i think we were it could also just be the different product right like we're sure yeah what we're doing here is first of all we're we're like hyper consistent you've been hyper consistent yeah. putting stuff out that's for, true for like two years so that's really you know that helps yeah that's the thing they always <laughs> used to say like do that on youtube if you want right. to get a following right yeah um but the other thing is that like i think that i don't know i think this podcast is fairly engaging like yeah well uh, that's that's the thing like i met up with uh one of our patrons while i was at vidcon 
And I was like, so like, what is it about our show that made you find us a month ago and already want to give us $40 a month in right. donations? Right? Yeah. Cause that's like a pretty like, you it's know, a, yeah, it's a good thing to figure out like the people who are most into your stuff. Like why? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she was saying it's like, you know, because it's, we're entertaining, but we're also like honest. Mm. And I was like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Like we, you know, we create a product that comes out consistently and is what it is. Right. And if we're not feeling it one week, we're not going to lie about that. Right. That's true. Yeah. And that's a big part of it because if, as soon as one person is having a bad day and they listen to our show and we're also having a bad day, they're like, wow, I can relate to these guys so much more. Huh. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Cause that's, that's like what vlogging used to be. Yeah. Like 2006 to 2010 kind of days. That was like the, that was the, the aesthetic of vlogging. But yeah. now the aesthetic of vlogging is like Casey Neistat or like, or like, what was that, that couple that like did a vlog every day and it was super high production value. And then they like split up because it ruined their lives. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's sort of, it, <laughs> it was just, that made me sad. Cause I realized that like there are several couples that fit that description. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's become like the vlog format has kind of spiraled into this crazy like arms race as it's become more popular. Right. Where now you don't have time to be authentic. You yeah. have to sort of push it in every way. Well, that's it. So. Whereas like with podcasting and I think our show's format lends itself well to this as well, just the there it's a little less structured, there's a lot less editing, so we can just say what we want to say and go with it, right? Yeah. I think a lot of shows don't have that, like, especially with a comedy show, like, you know, no one sits down listening to this, hoping that we're going to, you know, talk seriously about things for an hour. Yeah, it's true. Um, but, you know, because we're able to be lighthearted about the serious stuff we talk about, it's fine when we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, you know, that's what sets this kind of thing apart is, you know, I guess, just, yeah, just having the space to do that. Well, yeah, I hope so. Let us <laughs> let us know in the comments. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Um, given, given honesty, let's, uh, I guess yeah. we should just say it. <laughs> this um, is, this is my last show guys for yeah. at least quite a while. Um, I'm going to be stepping down from being a host on the up for discussion podcast. I'm moving to a new place and also acapella science is blowing up and like I'm really blowing up. Yeah. Like in the past <laughs> couple of weeks and that's really fun. Yeah. Um, and we kind of have this idea with this podcast that we want to move people through it. Right. Yeah. Like maybe you can explain that a little more. Yeah. So, so basically, um, I've always kind of taken inspiration from Phil DeFranco's model with SourceFed, mm. where, you know, he started this thing because it was a project he wanted to see exist, and he brought on some cool talent to run it. Um, and then he, you know, as he found new people and wanted the project to grow, he brought in new people, and then eventually people left because he was helping them kind of launch themselves in their solo projects, right? Yeah. And I always thought that was really cool. And I said to myself, like, okay, well, whatever projects I'm working on, like, I want that to be kind of an undercurrent of, like, you know, the people I'm working with, I would love to see them eventually leave and do better shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and so, you know, yeah, knowing that you are, you know, going to have slightly more time to work on, this cool thing that you're doing that's growing and is exciting. And like, especially in the past couple of weeks has like really started growing. It's like, yeah. it's a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, this podcast has been like, like I love that we've done this for the past two years. Yeah. Like the, I, I'm so much more, I was telling you this last night, I'm so much more comfortable like 
like talking to people I've never met before, like in general, right? <laughs> sort of because of this, because we have people on and it's like, like a lot of the time it's like, all right, let's get to know this person who just sat down. That's it. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> like you meet them five minutes before we start recording and yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, now we gotta, we gotta find some common ground and like find something to talk about. It's definitely made me a lot more comfortable with like interview settings. Mm-hmm. Um, and like knowing, yeah, trying to figure out how to break down that barrier right mm-hmm. away with, right. Some, with like an interviewer, whether I'm the interviewer or the interviewee. Right. But like, yeah, just general in, in life. It turns out that talking to people makes you better at talking to people. <laughs> it's mind blowing, right? <laughs> who, who would have thunk? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny. Like I, um, so, you know, at VidCon over the weekend, um, I had to schmooze with a lot of people because right. that's what you do. You know, you, you go and you talk to everybody that you meet and you talk for a long time. Um, and it was exhausting, but I didn't hate it. Hmm. And I thought I would hate that. <laughs> like I kind of, you know, went into it thinking I'm going to enjoy some panels where I get to sit and listen to people and I'm going to get to enjoy like the couple of times that I'll hang out with people I already know, but I'm going to hate all the networking. Right. I actually loved the networking. Hmm. It was great. I met a lot of really cool people. They were, you know, a lot of friendly people who, you know, I wouldn't consume their content, but they were awesome people. And I was like, this is great. Uh, and a handful of schmucks, but you know, <laughs> there's always going to be a handful of schmucks at a convention. Yeah. God, uh, I was telling Tim last night that, um, I was chatting with this guy who ended up being really, really cool. Um, and, uh, we're chatting and then right as we start introducing ourselves, uh, these, this couple inserts themselves into the conversation really aggressively. And, uh, basically the dude just keeps like, anytime one of us says something about what we do, he's like, Oh, I do that. I do. I do something like that. I'm like, yeah, so I do a comedy podcast, you know, about once a week. And he's like, I have a comedy podcast. I'm like, cool, dude. And then I turned back to <laughs> to the other guy, Josh. I'm like, hey, Josh. So like, you know, how long have you been doing this? Because he said he was a family vlogger. And uh, I forget what he said, but it was a while. Uh, and the other guy goes, I've been doing it since 2011. And it was like noticeably like a shorter amount of time. And I turned, I was like, that's less impressive. <laughs> and turned back to him. <laughs> one of those like, I'm fed uh, up with you. <laughs> Please don't be an energy vampire. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain, there's a certain type of, I, I don't know. Yeah. Because people go to cons to network, right? Yeah. So it's like you go to network and you there's there's a, there are ways to network that are also like treating people as people. Yep. <laughs> and then if you don't know those ways, I guess you be that person. Yeah, that's it. So you know, yeah, and and I think like doing this show has made me a lot better at talking to people, like you said, because mm. uh, like the whole. The whole getting to know new people really quickly thing like meant that I could chat with these people I'd just met and be friendly about it and kind of, you know, figure out their thing and get to know them fast. Um, mm. And it kind of has helped deal with the anxiety that I had around that as well. Like I thought I would go into those situations really nervous and like, uh, who are all these people that I have to meet now? Oh, God. But I was actually actively seeking out meeting new people and talking to them and like had no issues talking to like youtubers i'd watched for like years and years and years just casually like they were people i'd met before right wow yeah that's really cool yeah and i think that this show has equipped me for that because you know i mean we got to interview hank green <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> we were very nervous interviewing hank green we to were. be honest <laughs> but like getting getting through that kind of made me feel like okay well i you know i skyped with hank green for an hour and didn't make a fool of myself so I can have a conversation with Joe Beretta. <laughs> you know. uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you do you find that like 
because sometimes I, f- I find that I like I'm sort of compartmental about my ability to meet people. Right. Like when I went to Canada's Smartest Person, I don't know what it was. There was something about like that group of people that like I like all my my walls kind of dropped right away and I mm-hmm. like bonded with them. Right. But I'm not sure it like generalized like it was this weird thing where like like I think I'm getting better at that more generally now. Right. But I found that throughout my life, like that was that was something that I found often at that camp where I met all of our mutual friends. Right. Um, was that like you go to go away to this place and it's like, oh, all of a sudden I can be a different person. Right. Or I can like I can. Maybe it's I can be a, I can make a fool of myself because one, everyone's making a fool of themselves. And two, I'm going away in a week. Right. Like I'm going back home. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is temporary. Yeah. So I think like there's a. I guess the one thing about that is that there's there's a certain amount of you have to be okay with failing catastrophically or like if if you you have to stop thinking about whether you're going to fail or worrying about it right. and then you all of a sudden don't. But the other thing is that it's it's interesting trying to bring it back into real life and put it put it into practice in more everyday circumstances. So like right. have you been has this been a, a path for you like in general that you've been sort of more like more able to meet people like through improv and everything or yeah well I think improv has a big part of it a big part to play in that I Mm. guess like you know I oftentimes when you do improv um at at least if you're taking classes like you might not have the same people in the next class you take right Mm. so you work really intensely with with people for seven weeks and then two weeks later you might be working with a completely different group of people and when you're doing improv, uh, and I think probably when you're doing a lot of things, uh, team sports, or if you're an actor who's paid to do productions or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to really quickly become comfortable and like trust the people that you're going to be working with. Because, I think that's why like, I was never very good at team sports. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, and also you have to trust yourself first, right? Yeah. Like you have to be at least confident enough in yourself to know that like you won't die. And then you have to be more confident in your teammates than you are in yourself. Yeah. That, you know, if you're about to die, they'll save you. <laughs> and I think improv, you know, because of that lends itself well to having to get to know people quickly or at least having to become comfortable enough with people really quickly. Because mm. like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's like when we do this podcast, like usually I know the guests and you guys might not. And so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> people show up and like I might even have only met them a handful of times and I've like seen them perform and feel like I know them and then they're in our house and we have to talk to them for an hour yep and so you have to like get to know people really quickly and you know trust that you've got each other's backs during the production Mm, yeah Um, and yeah I think like what surprised me I guess about that at VidCon was like I had no real reason to be there. <laughs> like, I'm not, you it, know. It, it is, I guess it's technically a vid con. Yeah, like, I'm not super, I'm not super youtube at this point in my life. Uh, like, this is probably the least youtube I've been in years. Mm, and yet the most active putting out materials on the internet. Yeah, exactly. And uh, And so, you know, I'd be talking to people and feeling like I have no, like, nothing to lose here. Because we are not part of the same world. Mm. Like, you know, I'd be talking to people and they'd be like, oh, so what kind of content do you make? I was like, oh, well, I do podcasts. And, you know, a handful of people would also be doing podcasts. But most of them were like YouTube people. And I'm like, well, I'm not really a YouTube person. I'm YouTube adjacent. I've made videos. I make videos. But I don't see myself as a YouTuber. 
right? right. So that kind of drops the, the one one level of nervousness too. Yeah. I guess where it's like, oh no, it's my one chance to introduce like Jap- Jacksepticeye to my work or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well, like that's still true, but also, like it's less intimidating because it doesn't feel like I'm walking into their house, you know. Mm. At least not as much. Like I'm not walking into their house and showing them pictures of my house. <laughs> I'm walking into their house and showing them like my sweater. <laughs> like, isn't this cozy? Sure. <laughs> that's a. That's, I suppose that's a decent analogy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So you, uh, what's going on with this podcast in the next little while? Because like, I I feel uh, like yeah, there's been a lot of like we've we've made a lot of changes. I know you've got yeah. a lot of sort of things planned. Yeah. Um, and you were telling me that our, our fan had sort of felt like she didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So, so. let's, uh, <laughs> maybe, let, maybe let's, yeah, let's brand, like sort of explode the vision for yeah. like in a year's time. Explain the exciting changes. What shall happen on up for discussion? <laughs> More of those. Uh, mm, tasty. Yeah. So What's I, up, Candace? <laughs> so I felt bad because, uh, when I first had Johan and Adrian on the show, mm. um, was when we announced that they were going to be hosts mm. and also announced that Kate would be a host. And by not having either you or Simon on that episode, it led to a shitload of people asking me if you and Simon were off the show <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't mention you guys once. <laughs> Just like, here's our new host. We're going with it. Cause in my mind, like I, in my mind I was introducing them. Right. Mm. And so it, I didn't think I needed to address other people who already were in existence because it was the focus was on these guys, right? Yeah, and it's hard introducing three new people all at once. <laughs> yes. It's a lot to deal with. <laughs> yeah, and so so what ended up happening was um, I put that out there and I was like, here's the new hosts. And I think there's two issues. The first is that I didn't mention you and Simon, so people weren't sure what was going on. Yeah. The second is if I had said co-hosts, no one would have asked. Hmm. But because I said hosts, <laughs> it sounds like... I'm replacing someone. Right. Uh, And that's the thing is like, I just, my model is the source fed model where, (laughs) you know, they bring in new hosts all the time and, you know, you hire William Haynes as a host. He's a host now. Mm. There's no co-host. No one says that. They're all just (laughs) hosts. Right. Um, So I've never thought of you and Simon as my co-hosts. I've just thought of all three of us as hosts of the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, And so bringing in the new people, I didn't think like, oh, I should call them co-hosts because yeah, they're just hosts. You can see how that's confusing to anyone who who isn't aware of your internal (laughs) monologue where we're trying to be like source pet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Uh, fair enough. So, so yeah. So first and foremost, I guess the important thing is uh, the, I guess the only person who's leaving is you. Yep. Uh, Simon is going to be gone for the next month. <laughs> Simon's just all <laughs> over the place, but he's not leaving. He's not leaving. He's just <laughs> gone. <laughs> uh, he just went away. Uh, yeah. No, Simon's girlfriend's brother is getting married in a different province. So and he's taking that opportunity to go away for a month's time <laughs> because weddings take a month. But yeah. also Canada is big and beautiful and deserves to be explored. I think they're walking there and back. <laughs> <laughs> No, that that could work. That would that would maybe take a month. Northern Ontario is gonna be rough, man. Oh man. Yeah. It's gonna be it's like mosquito season. Mosquitoes up there are like twice the size of our mosquitoes. They they swarm. Did you know that mosquitoes in like in the Arctic Circle have been known to suffocate caribou just by their sheer numbers? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) It's like you're breathing more mosquitoes than air. Mm. Not into it. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. Do caribou have small enough nostrils that they could just 
breathe through their noses instead. I think probably they probably not. clogged their nostrils first. Gross. I mean, I could be wrong, but... Right, they've probably got bigger nostrils than we do, and we... a mosquito could get into our nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, a nostril doesn't pose much resistance to a mosquito. No, it's like, here's this large gaping hole you can fly <laughs> into and bite me on the inside. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I guess first and foremost, um, the, the hosting roster. Um, it'll still be me and Simon, uh, although Simon will be away until the end of July. Uh, but you can find him in the June bonus content available exclusively to patrons right now at patreon.com slash up for discussion. Uh, and that will also go up on the feed probably in a couple weeks. Um, but he'll be back. And then Johan Denora, Kate Bradley, and Adrian Schoen, who you've met. They've yep. been on a lot. Um, they, are, they have been here. You have listened to them. <laughs> uh, you might have listened to them on Tuesday if you listened to the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so, so in terms of like the direction things are going in, um, the way I see it is that this show started in one spot and it's kind of gradually moved toward where it's currently. I think it's morphed uh, a couple of times. It's yeah. morphed, yeah. Like we sort of started off as like a comedy news show and then became a comedy science show, <laughs> and then like there were pockets in there where epi- any given episode was whatever it wanted to be. Um, but I think we're now, yeah, there, there were pockets where the, the episodes for a couple of weeks were about nothing and we just kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you just gotta breathe. Yeah. And then um, sometimes there were sound effects <laughs> and every once in a while we'd Skype with an Irishman or a Jason Stellman or a Hank Green. Mm. Um, and uh, so a lot of stuff is not going to change. We're probably still going to have like r- a random assortment of guests, um, there will be fewer guests. Uh, we're going to be a little bit more selective slash now that there's five hosts, I don't feel like I need to schedule guests on a weekly basis because, mm. you know, the odds that we can't find enough hosts to do an episode are pretty slim. And with uh, five hosts, you <laughs> want them on enough that people like keep in touch with them, too. That's it. Like, And that means, you know, we can't really do double guests too often unless we're recording two episodes on a given week. Mm. We can't like, you know, if all five of us are free one night... And also we have a guest, then two of us need to sit out, right? Yeah. So it's uh, it just logistically, it'll be a lot easier to just have the show hosted. Um, so strap in, you're going to get to know these people real well. Real good. Um, but I still like the idea of having guests. So we will have guests, um, especially, I think, from the improv world, uh, mm. just because that's sort of where all of us are plugged in. Like Simon is actually going to start doing classes at oh, Montreal really? Improv in the fall. Nice. Um so he will be increasingly exposed to those people and the rest of us are already like, you know, super plugged in there. So it wouldn't surprise me if that ends up being where most of the guests come from. But, you know, I just got back from VidCon where I schmoozed with a lot of people. So we might have some random YouTube people as well. Um, yeah, but but Montreal Improv is a really it, it's been a really good pool of people as far as I can <laughs> tell of like people who are who are engaging and, and nice and fun and know how to talk. So, yeah, well, that's the thing. And like. You know, when I started pulling a lot of guests from Montreal Improv, it was because we were still trying to pull like mostly science guests. Mm. Um, And there were just a a really large like the Venn diagram of people who do improv and people who have science backgrounds is surprisingly big circle. (laughs) Um, The midsection, I mean, of that Venn diagram. Whatever you call the middle of a Venn diagram. The football? It's got some cleavage. It's got some serious (laughs) cleavage. Uh, and so that started as like, oh, let's bring in like comedy people who have science backgrounds. And then it turned into like, 
we know a lot of comedy people now, so let's just bring in comedy people. Yeah. Uh, which has kind of led us to where we're at now, where at the heart of it, the show has always been a comedy podcast that like where everything is on the table, right? Everything mm-hmm. is up for discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, yes, but it's also it's also been a place I think for the past couple of years where we've experimented with just about everything we wanted to experiment <laughs> with in podcast format, right? Absolutely. Which is good. Like that's like we sort of did that with Cabin Nine when yeah. we were starting out too, right? It's like you have a dumb idea, let's throw it against the wall and see if it becomes a good idea. That's it, and and the ni- that's the nice thing about doing a like a comedy, essentially a comedy variety show, right? Yeah, it's like you can kind of throw things against the wall until they stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're going to keep doing that for sure. Um, but some of the new things that we have planned uh, without giving away too much. So I ate like a shitload of Chinese food before we started recording. Tom's a gassy person. I'm a gaston. And I am a, a person who woke up like five minutes before the <laughs> podcast started. <laughs> we were like, we we had said we'd record around six, and then Tim went to read and passed out, and like it was like seven o'clock, and Tim woke up and was like, "Hey, like, are we gonna record soon?" I was like, "Yeah, I just finished eating. It's all good." <laughs> it uh, felt it felt appropriate for for your last episode to I mean, start like an hour and a half late. <laughs> it's just the two of us. We exactly. live here, whatever. <laughs> oh man! Like I sat there when six came along, and my food was at the door. I was like. I could wake him up or I could just eat and he can wake up whenever <laughs> that works. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in terms of like the direction and the format of the show, it's going to still be very loose. Um, but also there'll be a little bit more structure. Uh, so the main thing is that we're going to have, um, I guess each of us will bring, we'll have something prepared that we may or may not get to during the episode. Um, So where our original model had the three of us bring like a story to talk about, Mm this will be a little like that, but not necessarily stories. And, you know, each of us kind of has different things that we want to bring to the plate. Uh, And so we'll have that. And if we get to them, we get to them. If we don't, we just have them saved for next time. Yeah. That's, (laughs) I think we did, we sort of did that with the early upper discussion stuff, but it was very focused on news, right? We had yeah. it all. It was all like bring an article and read it, and right. reading on a podcast is always a super great way to engage people. So, well, reading a <laughs> depends what you're reading. <laughs> if you're reading a fan fiction about you and Simon on a ranch, then that's okay. I, I'm I'm okay with that. So this morning, uh, my brother, my brother, and me released an episode titled Gelsey Kramer." Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, "Hold the phone." <laughs> So I tweeted at them and I was like, hey, like we had a Gelsey Kramer episode of our podcast like two years ago. I guess this makes us family now. Hashtag the Kells is thicker than water. And um, <laughs> later, like they never like liked the tweet or anything. But later I looked at our stats from the past seven days for the like the podcast listenership. And Griffin McElroy definitely clicked on one of our links at least one time. <laughs> Wait, did he do it before? Like, no, before it must that have been. Okay. It must have been today. Because <laughs> I, I was scrolling and I was like, oh, like, because we got a big influx of hits today. Mm-hmm. I was like, where'd they all come from? And then I saw his name and I was like, oh, that's fun. Cool. <laughs> Podcast Daddy has listened to our show. <laughs> he knows we exist. Wow. That's one thing that I wish YouTube had. I mean, mm. it would be overwhelming. Oh, so trying, overwhelming. Trying to do that, but 
it like I I kind of wish that you knew who had seen your stuff on YouTube. Yeah, or at least like who was your biggest like viewer. Yeah, like you can tell if if someone comments on every video, then either they're your biggest viewer or they have a social problem. <laughs> right. Um, but it's yeah, there's you don't really know unless they tell you some other way on YouTube. Yeah, which is also I mean, I mean I, it's uh, fine. It's yeah. just you know, yeah, that's the nice thing with SoundCloud is like. You do get stats about that, but it's limited to, you know, people with accounts on SoundCloud. Right. And it doesn't, it's not super like in, ex- extensive or anything. It just shows you a name and a number. Right. So, so you don't get anything from like iTunes or whatever. It just says like 400 no, exactly. views or listens or downloads or whatever they call it. Yeah. So you, so that's the, that's the crazy thing is that we, you know, I don't know much about what our stats actually are, except for what SoundCloud shows me, hmm. which is kind of vague. <laughs> I iTunes doesn't really have any stats platform, does it? Not really, no. And I feel like there's other there's other podcast hosts that um, <laughs> podcast hosting websites rather, uh, as opposed to podcast hosts, which is what <laughs> which we is are. what we are. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's other services that uh, might have more detailed analytics, but probably not much better. Like I think hmm. with RSS feeds, it's hard to get like a proper read on things because it goes to so many different places and right. Yeah. yeah, and then and it doesn't send anything back to the RSS feed. Like it's just it's kind of one way. Yeah, that's it. Huh? <laughs> like it it definitely it can log like how many people actually downloaded it or listened to it, but it doesn't give you data, right? Yeah. So I bet there are fancy like scraper services that try to bundle <laughs> up all the stats and bring them back oh, to you. But probably all I know is that our growth has been like consistent, and I think like there's a decent chance that we'll hit two thousand this month. 2,000 people having listened. Or 2,000 individual hits. So whether that's, you know. Right, one person listening 40 times. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, we do have, like, I don't know about you, but when I start listening to a new podcast, I'll usually download a ton of back episodes, right? Yeah. So, like, if one new person starts listening, that's up to 118 hits, right? <laughs> or I guess up to 130 with all the bonus content. Yeah. So it that's, really depends. <laughs> that's something I really like. Like, that's that's one thing I'm noticing with with my YouTube now is that like when I did, when I had like viral success a few years ago, it was like, well, here it's, it's your one video. So yeah, <laughs> they watch that and then they subscribe and then I didn't put another video out for another year. So most of the, most people stop paying attention. Right. But with this, it's like, I can see that all my other videos are all of a sudden like getting play and getting right. interest again. It's like, Oh, that's, that's a good feeling. Yeah, that's good. It's like, it's like if you build up this catalog, then <coughs> Bless you. If you build up cough. like this catalog of Don't good content. Don't accuse me of sneezing, sir. That was a cough. I, I can bless who I wish. <laughs> <laughs> the rules of whatever, whoever invented that weird superstition don't define me. I will bless you if I want to, regardless of the orifice out of which you put air. I'm disappointed that you're only at 98,000 right now. 98,000. I, I was like, maybe he'll hit 100,000 while we're recording. I'm not at 98,000. I'm at like 99 something. Oh, then my phone has the wrong stats. Mm. It could. <laughs> it's weird, it. actually. Depending where you look at it, it has like totally different numbers. I get that. There's there's a few things that I've experienced that are like that, and all of them drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's it's weird. I, I definitely saw at one point, because... There's this, this is probably a bad habit, but there's this like live subscriber counter that you can get up on your, on your (laughs) computer. And then you can just stare at numbers going up and do nothing productive with your life. 
which is not a good thing to do if you have viral video because probably you should make more videos instead of staring at the people watching your current video. Right. But it's interesting to watch because occasionally the YouTube, either the YouTube algorithm will do some sort of like sudden correction or I'm witnessing live the thing that PewDiePie and others complain about where people get unsubbed against their will. Oh. Because like all of a sudden it'll roll back like a hundred people. Like, and then it's like back down. Right. Which is, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but it is a phenomenon that happens. Yeah. You uh, you looking up something? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find you on on what is this socialblade.com? And it oh, says, I I don't know socialblade. I used a different one. This says ninety nine five hundred. Oh be- snap! I believe that. We're five. I mean, probably by the time people will listen to this. Oh, definitely by then. <laughs> I mean, that this is going up Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Unless so. unless you somehow don't get another five hundred subscribers in the next three days. Well, it could be that I put out like. What would be funny is if I I reach a hundred thousand subscribers. I put out my like celebration 100,000 subscribers video. Everyone hates it. Go back down to 95 or something. <laughs> back down to 60. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's ever happened to somebody. Like they've, they've hit 100,000 and like celebrated in an atrocious way. <laughs> like gone back down to never reach the their, their dreams again. Yeah, I wonder. I know um, SourceFed had a thing happen where, you know, they hit like a million subscribers or something like over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they got sold back in April or whatever and the show got canceled <laughs> um, and the new owners of the channel re- started just hard rebranding everything to mm-hmm. their own shit. Yeah, that's uh, not going to work. And put out some really like shitty videos <laughs> on the channel like on the same feed Mm. uh their subscriber count just plummeted really fast (laughs) yeah if you had just left it there it could have at least been like a legacy account legacy channel yeah Yeah. that's what it should have been out of respect for canceling it and costing like 40 people their jobs and i didn't know that they had like tried to keep doing things with like did they still call it source fed no they changed it to now this Oh, it was now it this? Was now this. Oh, yeah. No. It's not even good. Now this is awful on Facebook. Don't they're, be awful on yeah, YouTube. That's it. And their hosts were really dry and bland. And <laughs> everyone was super pissed. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, changes on the show. Changes. Time to make a change. Changes. Um, yeah, we're going to do some. Not to give too much away, but we will have some scripted content. Ooh. Uh, we'll have a little bit more like improv gamey stuff going on. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to keep talking about whatever the hell we want to talk about and having guests in and interviewing them. And uh, so some of the stuff people are going to bring in is actually like activities and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, one thing. So, when I was hiring new hosts, I put it out there and asked people, like, what kind of thing they personally would want to bring to the show. Okay. Um, and uh, <clears throat> Kate said that she thinks it'd be cool to have some kind of improv games. So we actually asked her about that on a recent episode, and she didn't have anything prepared that time and got flustered and <laughs> and was like, I'll figure something out for next time. And what happens when you put improv people on the spot? I know. Improvisers don't know how to do things on the spot. <laughs> That's not what we're trained for. Jeez. <laughs> um, but then we were talking last night and figured out something for next week, so that'll be cool. Mm. Um, and then I've got... Um, I am almost done writing my pilot. Whoa. Um, and so once that's written, we will probably do a read of it on the show. Um, 
Yeah, and that'll be good for like 22 minutes anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then if I can just crank one of those out per week, it'll be a regular segment. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're going to have, um, I think probably what it will end up looking like is that each of us individually will have a thing that we like we'll try to bring in every week. Okay. And then depending on who's there, the show will change a little bit based on, you know, hosting and uh, also based on what we end up talking about, right? Because we're still going to do like, we're still going to do Patreon topics and we're still going to have guests that we interview sometimes. And and we're also still going to just shoot the shit for the first little while. And if we shoot the shit and it ends up taking 45 minutes before we need to do some pl- like planned content, we probably won't do planned content, right? Yeah. We'll just save it for next time. So. Yeah. You definitely don't want to lose that. Yeah, just exactly. The, the talking about nothing. It's yeah. a fun, fun well, thing. That's it. Good, good thing to do. But it's like every podcast has that moment where like the hosts look at each other and they're like, so, um, so what are you thinking about this week? <laughs> and instead of doing that, we're just going to, you know, have some stuff set aside that, you know, when we get to that moment, we can be like, so Johan, what's your thing today? <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a good call. Yeah. Or, you know, one of us will just be like, I brought a thing. Let's do it. Yeah. And, Cause that's you know. always been the, the strongest episodes of ours is when we have that combination of things. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, even when the banter is the banter game is strong, eventually. So, Tom, what you thinking about? This week? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> oh, this has been exhausting, though. I uh... are you back? Are you are you still jet lagged, or are you sort of, or were you never jet lagged? I'm not really jet lagged because uh, the night that we left to go over there, um, we didn't really sleep the night before. Um, and then the night that we came back, we didn't sleep the night before. So I'm not, I didn't get any jet lag. I'm just like normal tired from losing a night of sleep. So you you lost two nights of sleep. Yeah. But they were at normal times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The time that you didn't sleep was a normal time to no. It, I mean, that sounds awful. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's why I'm super tired because I, I got back uh, Sunday night after not having slept Saturday night because mm. we realized that um, we could check out of our hotel a day early and save a bunch of money, which is good because somehow I still ended up $100 over my credit limit. Um, <laughs> that's conversion <fun>. rates. <laughs> and um, they're, they're a boon to me, but they're not. No, that's it. They're great for this purpose. They're awesome when we get our Patreon money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, conversion rate 1.3, 1.4, something yeah. like that. That's cool. I didn't expect to have way more money. That's it, until until it's the other way around and you're yep. buying stuff in the States and you're like, oh, no, stop it. <laughs> um, so we checked out a day early, but that means that we didn't have anywhere to like nap in the evening slash night before mm. catching our 2 a.m. shuttle bus to the Yeesh. airport. Um, oh, 2 a.m. shuttle bus to a flight. When did your flight leave? Seven. Man. But the 2 a.m. bus was the only one that would get us there on time because the next one and after that was at like 10 a.m. I, yeah, I tend to, I, I tend to actually do that on flights that are mm-hmm. leaving early in the morning. Yeah. But what usually happens is that I either succeed at sleeping on a bench or I succeed at sleeping on a bench half an hour before my flight and then I miss my flight. Right. It's just not, it's not, it's not a, the most efficient way to do things. It's not ideal. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, we just like, you know, we got there and we were thinking like, okay, well, we'll get to the airport, we'll check in, and then we'll just have some time to kill before our flight. 
But then we got to the airport and LAX doesn't really start doing things until 4 a.m. Hmm. So we're there for like an hour killing time before they let us through the gate. And then there was another hour before we were able to get like food or coffee. And it was a nightmare. You just wander around Snapchatting or something. We like sat around mostly. We realized we had some Maltesers and sweet tarts in our in our that's, bags. That's a classic duo. That <laughs> Maltesers and sweet tarts. It's the it's a combination of the gods. It sounds like I don't know. It sounds like nicknames for the genders from like the 1910s <laughs> or something. <laughs> we had the the creepiest shuttle bus driver on the way back. He picks us up at two in the morning from our hotel, and it's just us in the car. Um, and he's this like super old dude not super old he's in his 60s um but very old school minded and uh, he's like so what are you guys you know here for we said over here for vidcon and he verbatim says is that the conference well with all the sexy teenagers (laughs) and you know david and i laugh because we think he means like you know how glee is just a bunch of fake sexy teenagers and we're like haha yeah sure uh and then he's like man (laughs) and he like goes off about for like a very long time about like being attracted to teenagers and and like how it's not illegal and like it's oh it was so uncomfortable until david told me it david was like i dare you to yes and him for the rest of this drive and then it got really fun (laughs) oh no but i felt like i needed a shower after because it was gross oh it is not technically illegal to be attracted to teenagers oh no no but what what he shifted away from teenagers just to like women in general right uh and then got really really weird (laughs) like beyond just being sketchy he started saying a lot of like really like horrible shit about like you know women love it when you like yell at them for blowjobs i was like yeah Mm. man they totally do i love getting my dick sucked Uh, (laughs) and david's like sitting there trying not to die (laughs) Uh, but then when we were getting out of the car he decided to give us nicknames and he said i'm gonna give you nicknames so i remember you so that next time if you want to book me just tell them the nicknames uh, like and and tell them my name so that I can bring you weed next time. <laughs> All right. Like, okay. You like the, uh, this is the shuttle bus driver? Yeah. You're the only, were you the only people on the, the shuttle bus? The only people on his bus. <laughs> he was like, man, if I had known you guys were looking for weed, I would have like sold you some, but I don't have any on me. Uh, and so he was like, next time you, you take our shuttle services, specifically request me and uh, tell them to tell you these nicknames and I'll remember. <laughs> and he called me Funky Charlie Marley. <laughs> And he called David Drunk Robert. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> it was good good seeing you. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. Oh. But I got a nickname out of it, so. so you, Funky Charlie Marley? Funky Charlie Marley. Okay, that could work. This sounds like a monkey nickname. Yeah. It's, it, I feel like it sounds like the like the trombone player in like a ska band. Yeah. Really specifically not a reggae band, but and, a ska band. And Drunk Robert sounds like the drummer in a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or like two guys who do improv. <laughs> oh, man. I got rec- Did I tell you I got recognized by a bus driver a few weeks ago? No, that's fun. Yeah, I went up to like Queen Mary to catch a bus down to the, the plateau for something. And it was right after I'd done my Yellow Door show. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bus driver. I went onto the bus, and the bus driver was like, "You, you're that, you're that guy from the internet." <laughs> and Whoa. I thought he had recognized, he'd like seen my my like acapella science stuff. And I was like, "Oh yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, my daughter showed me this thing that you you did at this little coffee house, and oh, cool. it was really cool. I really liked it." And I was like, "Oh man, like 
I've, I've never been recognized for just like playing music in a coffee house before by a bus driver. That was kind of fun. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it's very specific, <laughs> very specific thing. So like, and, and he was like, he was like legit about it. He's like this old Jewish guy. He was really cool. Um, he wanted my autograph, so he like got this like random piece of paper out and a pen, and he was like, just just like sign on like the the card reader thing. And I like the card reader thing is not flat at all, so no. I like punched through it three different times before I signed it. And then just like chatted to him for ten minutes until it sort of faded. And there were I realized I was annoying everybody who was coming on the bus because I'm like right there and the bus is super full. Right. So everybody's getting on and like trying to like scoot around scoot past me as I'm having this conversation with the bus driver. Right. So uh, after about like a thirty second silence, I'm like, All right, man, gonna go to the back of your bus. Like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> oh man. That's fun though. It is. It is fun, but it was hard to figure out how to end that conversation. Yeah. Oh God, there's conversations like that. <laughs> I hate, I hate like trying to get out of conversations. Yeah. When, when it. like the conversation has died, but you didn't plan for it to die. So now you're stuck wondering if you can somehow revive it or if you should just like, like inch sideways. <laughs> That's when you pull out some scripted content that you prepared the night before. <laughs> That's yeah. when you tell the bus driver, you're like, well, I've got this uh, short film that I've got a script for here. If you want, we can uh, do a cold read of it on the bus. <laughs> you like to read this part while you're driving? <laughs> I thought maybe you could read the stage direction and everyone on the bus could read uh, different parts. It's like, <laughs> swerve left. Interior city bus day. <laughs> uh, bus driver, a cold-hearted, mean individual. <laughs> Cares nothing for the world. Ah, <laughs> hey, you kids, quiet down back there. We cut to the back of the bus, and three children are shouting. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, old man. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. You're not the boss of us. Ha 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 ha. Was that? It's not in the script at all. This was actually happening on <laughs> no, the bus. Yeah, yeah. I, no, that's it. <laughs> Which I, I would make sense if your bus driver's like reading a script and following stage directions instead of driving. I'd be pissed off too if oh, I was yeah. a young teen in the back of that bus. <laughs> a young teen with like a weird smoker voice. <laughs> and the other young teen who hasn't quite hit puberty yet, but <laughs> somehow sounds like a gangster anyway. I gotta get to my fucking math test. <laughs> Eighth grade ain't gonna pass itself, you see. Uh, there were people like that. There were people who sounded like that in eighth grade. Oh, gross! Puberty hit really weird, like overcorrected. It hit really weird, and also they started smoking when they were two. Yeah, you know those people. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's dark. <laughs> oh man. So what's like? So this is your last one with us for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, I'll come back and be a guest if oh. you like want a science person. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. We'll, we'll pull you in every once in a while. Yeah. Um, what's like, <laughs> I realize they're not here. What's a word of advice to the new hosts? To the new hosts? Um, I don't know. Do they listen to our stuff? They must. It's in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> um, they must. Advice? I don't know. It really depends like what they want to do with it. I feel like you have to, you sort of have to... You have to find your own footing as a podcast host, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need to you need to figure out a, a way that you're comfortable being because I find that like with this and with YouTube, every time I try to be what another person is, like even if I really admire them, 
I like I do that for a while and then I always look back on it and cringe. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was I was trying to be that. <laughs> right. That was not me. That was when I was doing the William Haynes voice too often. <laughs> yeah. That was when I was trying to be Hank Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's really like like you sort of you can take advice, but then you also like you need to just stew in it for like weeks and weeks and mm-hmm. kind of let it settle in. Yeah. I don't know. I would say for interviewing people, because I feel like I've gotten okay at that. Yeah. Like, oh, there it is. that was a good thing. <laughs> I promised at least one more of those. Yeah, you did. You And Tom's Latini <laughs> keeps his promises. <laughs> a true Lannister. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're interviewing people, it's, I don't know, one, one of the things that I've been realizing is that it it helps to be thinking, to like, just be naturally thinking about problems in life. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, like the thing, the thing that always ends up happening when I interview people is that inevitably, and this probably gets kind of annoying for people who are listening to me, or, uh, is that they'll, I'll, I'll always sort of end up going back to the things that I've been ruminating on right. over the past, like several weeks. So a lot of the time, even sort of the, the mid- middle questions I'm asking, they're me trying to pull out some sort of like piece of knowledge from them that applies to something that I've been wondering about or thinking about or trying to get to. Right. And I think that makes you like listen to somebody and like, like it makes you hang on their words because it's something that you're engaged in mm. like, finding out about. So it sort of naturally leads to a deeper conversation. Right. So you might've noticed that with a lot of our guests, eventually like I I've gotten them sort of down to, so what's like, what's the future of humanity? Like, are we all screwed? Right. Um, because I don't know, that's like that's just a thing that I'm interested in, I right. guess. And people always have like really different takes on that. Hmm. So I mean, the other the other thing is to like sort of keep like when you're interviewing somebody, you need to have your best question kind of in the back of your head. Hmm. But and we've we've talked about this before. Like have right. your best question in the back of your head and be willing to let it go hmm. if like the flow of the conversation is going a different way. Right. But it's kind of like the scripted content thing. Like right. you always you always have something to pull out if all of a sudden there's a silence. It's like, right. you said that thing a little while ago. That was really interesting. And I wanted to right. ask you about that and like just delve further into it. <laughs> right. But I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I like to excavate people. Hmm. So I kind of like to go down the levels as fast as I can. Like whatever they're saying, if I think about something, if, if I think of a question to ask that I think is going to get underneath what they're already talking about, hmm. you sort of go with that. Right. And then... Maybe maybe you'll get back to the things they were talking about, but to always get to like further down to like why do you think that or like what's like what's the bigger picture of who this person is? Right. I don't know. That said, I don't know how many interviews you're gonna do or like. It's a very it's a very different thing like joking among people and interviewing. Right. And yeah. I feel like we've sort of gone back and forth with that. Where totally. like sometimes we're like super bantery with a guest and it's just like us having a good time. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like. Let's dissect something. <laughs> I feel like this new this new trio have like an interesting thing where, you know, Yumi and Simon had like like eight years of friendship mm-hmm. as our basis. Yeah. These guys have seen each other perform a few times and maybe taken a class together, but they're they don't know each other that well yet, mm-hmm. right? So they're kind of gonna be getting to know each other and also getting to know me and Simon like while we record mostly. Uh, so I feel like there will actually be some like slight interview feeling to a lot of episodes where true, like, yeah, okay, you know, because because we're, we're all kind of, you know, we're we're getting to know each other. We're comfortable 
doing this together already, but we don't know each other that well yet. And we don't know each other's stories, right? Yeah. So you're going to be opening up bits of each other mm-hmm. live on the podcast. <laughs> That's it. Doing some, uh, <laughs> some, some, some open heart surgeries where we're going to get into what's in, what, what makes us beat. What's inside. <laughs> what makes you beat, Tom? <laughs> Edit point. <laughs> But yeah, so that's, that sounds. Uh, it's going to be a really cool experiment. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm intrigued. I think like one of the things that was, uh, I think maybe I said this to you last night when we were talking, but I, it was late and I don't remember. So I'm going to say it now. Well, <laughs> and, they, um, these folks, lovely that we are in their ears, haven't heard what you're about to say. Indeed, they haven't. Hi, lovely folks. We're in your ears. We're inside your brains. Mm, that um, was. I felt that. <coughs> <laughs> felt that so too. did i <laughs> um so uh i was saying to tim last night that uh when SourceFed brought on new hosts toward the end uh they were doing a lot less sort of just talky content and it, um like table talk was less frequent and like their podcast wasn't like often enough to really help with that mm. and i think that caused uh the audience to not feel as connected to the new hosts as they could have um and i I want to make sure that that doesn't happen with these newbies. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of intentionally like planting little like let's get deep real fast things in yeah. each episode because that's the best way to sort of trick the audience into believing that they know these people. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, audience. How's it going? But it's it's true. I think like humor and um like sincerity go together and they they like mm. they feed on each other really well. Like yeah. like the best comics are the ones that are like telling the truth. Yeah. And like telling you about who they are, even if they're weird and kind of shitty people. Like that's right. that's how, what you 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 grow to to love a comic through that, and it like it makes their jokes land harder, and the jokes open you up to like caring about them. Yeah. So it's it's like it feeds back on itself. Well, that's it, and and I think it's important, like you know, especially on a show where our relationship with our audience really matters a lot, because mm-hmm. um, we're not just doing some fucking information show, right? Like we're not we're not radio lab or this american life where you know our relationship to the audience doesn't matter that much yeah we're we're it's a comedy show where people are telling stories and sharing opinions about things right yeah you guys are getting to know us it's weird when i meet someone who's listened to the podcast i don't know what they don't know about my life i know it's bizarre (laughs) someone i'll meet a new person and I'll start telling them a story and they'll be like, you talked about that like a hundred episodes ago. And I'll be like, well, fuck you. I haven't listened to that one in months. <laughs> I took all my good stories and put them on the internet. And now I have to be a, you want me to be a whole other person for you? Yeah. It's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Live in the moment? <laughs> I'm too old for living in the moment. Think I- of new things that I haven't already <laughs> said to the internet. It's hard. Yeah. My favorite is like, it happens I think it happens to Simon a lot that he'll be like, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it. And then he'll say like a story he's told like three times already. Hmm. Uh, not necessarily on the pod, but in real life. He'll yeah. Be like, did I ever tell you about this? And I'll be like, I think you've mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you have. And it's crazy because I feel myself doing that a lot too, mm. um, like with my employees and with my family. And I think maybe this is just what aging feels like. <laughs> maybe. But I feel like I've started doing that with people who listen to this podcast right. specifically. I'll be like, I don't know if I've mentioned this thinking if I've mentioned it on a podcast. Right. And maybe they'll they'll probably tell me. Yeah. That's it. 
Sorry, like, do you know about this thing? I've been talking to some to people <laughs> about it, but I can't remember if I've <laughs> told it to you. Oh. But yeah, I do that more generally too. Yeah. I don't know. You can't be you can't be totally original to every person you meet all the time. It's no. like you have things that are interesting to you and you want to tell them to all the people. That's it. Like you have to, you know. I think you can embellish a little more each time. Yeah. And and uh, does embellish mean lie? Because I didn't mean that. <laughs> I mean, you can add like, you can add flourishes or you can, you know, think a little bit more about it each time you tell it. Yeah. And, and the way you, <clears throat> and when you're telling a story, you're kind of crafting it in your head too, where like, like the feedback of who, of the person, like what they found interesting is going to change the way you tell it to the next person. Right. Like it's yeah. going to be, it's, oh, that like they, they cared about that bit but they were totally uninterested in this bit right well cut out that bit and then it'll be a better story that's it yeah but that's funny i wonder like what this generally this podcasting medium is doing an interesting thing to us because usually that's the way that you sort of craft the way you think about your life is that you you tell stories over and over until you figure them out right or like you tell stories and people people like tell you their stories and you like absorb them right but it's almost like with this podcast like or with any podcast, you tell the story once and it's there. Right. Now you have a record of the story mm. and it's like, is, is that now the official version? Like, right. is, is, does that mean the story is now dead because now it's like encased in stone? I hope not. I, I feel like, uh, man, who was it? I think, I think Phil said something about this during a Q and a at mm. uh, VidCon. He said something to the effect of, I look back at old videos and I, I'm a totally different person than I was then. I disagree with everything that I said in, you know, 2007 or whatever. He is a pretty different person since he started. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's the thing is like, even in two years, like there's stuff that I have said on this show that like, you know, listening back to it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember thinking that. And now I don't. And yeah. you know, like the, <laughs> there was that episode where I like was kind of like defending getting rid of the filioque from the Apostles' Creed. Oh, that, and, I uh, forgot about that, yeah. yeah. And I totally don't believe that anymore. And that was, like, maybe a year and a half ago, like, at most. <laughs> and even then, like, I didn't have a really firm idea of what it was about that that I didn't like. It just rubbed me the wrong way at the time. Yeah. And then eventually, maybe a few months later, I moved past that and was like, actually, my opinion about that has changed. Did your opinion on that, did it change by, like just thinking about it or was was it sort of by continuing to tell people this until somebody gave you a reason i think it was a little of both mm. uh, i think it was mostly just continuing to think about it um and getting to the point where the only thing about it that bugs me is the way that it was implemented hmm. uh, which still bugs me because it was kind of just a fuck you to the orthodox church but <laughs> i'm not an orthodox person so <laughs> you know that's not my battle to fight and i don't disagree with it I just <laughs> think it was handled poorly. <laughs> You're listening to early church inter internal <laughs> conflicts from the 500s. When was this? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> this is a this is a thing that we're still wrestling with. <laughs> that's it. And and well, and that's actually that kind of illustrates this point beautifully. That like the stories that we tell and the opinions that we form are often going to just be things that we wrestle with and think about for our whole lives. Mm -hmm. And so having a recorded version of our thoughts week after week is crazy <laughs> in that, in that sense, just cause like, whoa, like I've expressed opinions about things that I don't agree with anymore. What is this? That's true. I mean, people, people do that in like diaries and stuff, or at least mm. people used to back right. when people kept diaries. Do people still do diaries? I, I feel don't like know. they just make Facebook posts now. <laughs> oh God. I feel like people might do diaries. I was thinking about this the other day, how, 
podcasting is an old person's medium. Okay. By which I mean, <laughs> so like YouTube has always been like a lot of young people on the site, right? They all mm. use the platform. They, you know, the older a YouTuber is, the more likely it is that older people watch them. Yeah. But usually your audience is going to be slightly younger than you. Yes. Uh, with podcasting, true. I've noticed our audience is my age or older. Oh, okay. We don't have a lot of people listening who are younger. We have like a handful of people who are like under 20, uh, at least that I know of, who've told me they listen. And I was thinking about that and I was like, I wonder why. I don't know why, but it just isn't a thing yet with teenagers. They don't listen to podcasts right now. It seems I, to be mostly like young adults and like real adults. I think a lot of, I would guess that a lot of people listen to podcasts like while doing adult things. <laughs> That's right. It. So, I mean, not adult things in the, like, <laughs> in the internet. If you're listening to this sense, show while you're fucking, don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, just don't tell me. <laughs> I mean, Gabriel. <laughs> If you are sorry, <laughs> if you're um, having sex right now, Gabe, oh. <laughs> Gabe, if you're having sex while you listen to this episode, I want you to stop it. <laughs> I want you to focus on that woman or man that you're having sex with. And I want you to tell them you're sorry that you spent so much of this episode fucking them while <laughs> listening to it. Wait, <laughs> so much of this, this sesh listening to a podcast. Go yeah. focus on your lover, Gabe. We'll be we'll be here when you get back. Okay, Gabriel? All right. Thanks, Gabe. Thanks. It's, I mean, thank you for your support as well. It's yeah. really nice to have you listening. Patrick, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, Carlea. That's all of you. <laughs> if you guys are having sex while listening to this podcast, stop it! <laughs> you have, yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we you feel like you can bring us into that intimate moment in your sure, life. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. I think like most people listen to podcasts when they're commuting or working. Yeah, or driving or yeah, yeah driving or like jogging or working out or <laughs> like yeah. doing their job that doesn't require their ears. Like That's it. these are all things like teenagers are, I don't know what teenagers are doing these days, spinning their little fidget spinners and yeah. connecting. I feel like <laughs> forming deep, meaningful relationships with their free time. Smoking. Can't do podcasts while doing that. Smoking weed and shooting guns and you know, yeah. whatever. That's how you form a deep, meaningful relationship. Smoke weed, shoot guns, <laughs> talk about your sex life. Bam. Oh, you're done. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like the one way that teenagers would maybe enjoy podcasts, like unless they've got a long commute to get to school, mm -hmm. is like as a thing to listen to before bed. Huh. Because then yeah. they don't have to look at anything, right? They can just put the audio on and listen. Yeah. And that's, that, that's like time, that's like not age specific. But yeah, I, I was thinking about that and um, I forget who I was talking to, but someone was like, yeah, like I feel like like teenagers don't listen to podcasts, but maybe it's just also that there's no teenagers making podcasts. And hmm. I thought about it and there's only one podcast I know of that has like a, a host who is in high school and it's uh, Still Buffering, which is a, uh, what is it? It's three sisters who, two of whom are adults and the third is in high school. Right. Uh, and I think one of them is married to a McElroy. Okay. So they're sort of extended McElroy people. Um, and I think the whole shtick of their show is like the, the older sisters are like, this is what this thing was like when we were in high school. What's it like now? And the younger one's like, well, guys, it's like this now. Right. And I was like, oh, I wonder what would happen if you just like gave two, te two or three teenagers like a podcast set up and said, make whatever show you want. Yeah, I do not know. Like, there's part of me that feels like that's just the way these sort of media have 
always been. Right. Like with the older generation, I can't think of any like teenagers who listened to like CBC radio. Right. Like, like talk radio programs have always sort of felt like an, an adult thing to listen to as well. And maybe that's just because they've never been cool, but it could also like, I don't know, there, there might be something intrinsic about it where it's like, I know it lends itself more to serious topics about serious things, except it doesn't because we're not doing that. No. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if teenagers would, the, the other thing that I can think of teenagers really getting into is like the, the like fiction podcasts. Yeah. Like those things that are sort of like telling a, a story. Like a welcome to Night Vale. Or yeah. Serial or like the, those serial. Serial <laughs> <laughs> was journalism. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Just annoyed that Serial is a very successful podcast. <laughs> no, it's because um, someone described the new like horse novel thing that we're doing as like, oh, it's cool that you've got some like serial content in your <laughs> show, and I was like, don't fucking call it that. <laughs> Find a different name for it. Get that shit out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, they ruined the word. Yeah, so many things could, were serial before that podcast. Killers, serial. <laughs> no, nothing. Yeah. That's no, just podcast. Codes. Yeah. It's another one. Yeah. Surreal, if you say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a podcast earlier where they were mispronouncing the word cloaca. Oh, is, if, how are they pronouncing it? Cloaca. Oh, I thought I, I thought it was cloaca. But is, is it cloaca? Is it's it cloaca. A, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And I was really upset because they did it for like 20 minutes because none of them had seen the word before. They even, like, Googled it and everything to, like, look up the definition. But they didn't go to the, like, Wikipedia, this is how you pronounce this word little thing. Yeah, I know. Maybe they found themselves on that, uh, like, pronunciation guide YouTube channel that totally mispronounces all the words. Oh, I love that. It's very good. That's a thing I wish I had thought of. (laughs) I I spent, like, months trying to come up with a fun way to generate content using a dictionary, and I got nothing. Mm. Literally months that I sat around thinking about, like, what could I do with a dictionary? Tom just sat around, piled with with dictionaries piled up. I'm like a crazy dictionary lady in his in his room, thinking, "What can I do with this dictionary?" I really do have a whole lot of dictionaries to deal with, mm. and somehow nothing occurred to you to yeah. do with your dictionaries. Yeah, you know, every once in a while, you wake up and you find yourself surrounded by dictionaries. Yeah, and and they're all. They're all hard and piled up. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are soft covers. The older ones smell a little worse. Yeah. yeah it's hard to wash them. Yeah. Doesn't really work. They just kind of decay over time. Oddly enough, all my <laughs> books in Hebrew are missing about 10 pages. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Cool. I don't, I don't think I got that joke. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to make a circumcision joke. Oh, too many steps. Too, yeah, too, just one one step past. It was just like a little. Uh, it was a little too removed. I'm sorry. If you yeah. got the joke, let us know in comments. If you didn't get the joke, let us know in the comments. Also, support the show at <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/UpForDiscussion. If you pledge money, good things. Good things. Good things come to those who give money. Give money to yeah the well, pod. We'll be retooling a lot of our perks over the next little while, mm. and that'll be exciting. Also, more merch. Yeah, I've been. Is I'm trying it? to get some some new merch going on the the acapella science too. I've I've had the same 
same one poster for like four years or something. Yep. So it's like, it's time. And also there's this really cool artist who goes by Cloclo Mono. Cloaca? No. <laughs> <laughs> who started doing like fan art of my stuff. Right. And she made this really sweet more than birds thing that's like, I I I tweeted it or Facebooked it or something so right. you can find it. But it's, yeah, it's really boss and I want to turn it into a shirt. Right. And also pro- possibly get her to just make a whole bunch of things because apparently she just wants to. She's right. like, I'm just going to make art of your stuff and you can put it on whatever you want. That's really cool. It's like, I'll pay you. She's like, don't. <laughs> okay i love that i uh, one thing uh another thing that like hank and phil talked about and also bernie burns from rooster teeth they all touched on this idea of um hiring from within the community Mm. um so like you know phil's launching this new thing and he's like primarily trying to hire people who are already part of what he's doing basically yeah Uh, and like bernie was saying that like the greatest hire rooster teeth ever made was when they hired gavin free because he was just some kid who liked their content and then all of a sudden like now he's their most famous like most popular host Hmm. um and yeah hearing you talk about this this girl who does you know art and wants to do art for you i'm like yes hire your community do it yeah <laughs> it's it like happen. That those people they they they've internalized what you're doing yeah like they understand not just the technical aspects of what you of like what you say you want to do but like mm-hmm. the the little things like the tone and the feel and the stuff that you you haven't figured out how to express yeah like they've put it into their brain that's it by just absorbing it, so yeah yeah that's, it's like if i ever wanted to like I don't know. No one has really presented me with anything yet that's made me go, I need to hire this person. Mm-hmm. But audience, uh, if you've got a thing that you do and you think you want to do it for us, just fucking tell me <laughs> and uh, we'll see what we can work out because I'm all about that idea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, Candace sent us toilet paper, so that's something. That was really well-timed toilet paper. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we do have a P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box 22585, Monkland Post Office, Montreal, Quebec, H4A3T4. So if you want to send us some stuff, that's where. And uh, yeah, but for real, if if anyone is listening and they're like, I'm good at cartoons, or I like to paint, or I compose music, maybe uh, hit me up. Mm. We hint, can talk. Hint. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> There's some things that I need to get done. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Well. Final thoughts? Um, This has been a, a cool experience. Yeah. It's been like, yeah, like I said before, I feel like I've I've really grown from this podcast. Um, It's it like enriched my ability to do things and also my like knowledge of people. <clears throat> it's been really cool like getting to like i don't feel like i would have gotten to know any of your improv people if they hadn't like yeah, come on the show <laughs> right and so like all of them are really cool mm-hmm. um so i don't know good memories and uh, I, I wish you guys the best like it's i'm gonna keep listening cool on, yeah. my, on my own itunes yeah. or whatever like while i'm jogging if i start jogging or <laughs> more likely while i'm sitting in my bed being like i don't want to get up yep <laughs> that's more more when i listen to podcasts i feel that or yeah. video editing or whatever yeah. yeah so yeah i'm excited to see what it turns into yeah and uh if you guys want to follow me around i'm you know i'm i'll don't do that <laughs> <laughs> he lives in ndg <laughs> please <laughs> stop there edit point they already know which which post office we go to <laughs> 
that's bad it's enough. True, it's true. Well, none of the crazy ones live here. That's true. They might fly. Except for Gabriel, who's <laughs> got to take his penis out of whatever it's in right now and start just listening to us. What if it's just in his pants? <laughs> He's like on the metro and he's like, well, I got to. Oh, no. <laughs> Gabriel, if you're being arrested right now because of us, let us know. We'll, I'll, I'll bail you out. Officer, it was our fault. <laughs> you can you can hold up your headphones. <laughs> Look, you got to understand at minute. Uh, there are these voices in my head. They tell me to do things. At like the, the hour and 20 mark of our podcast, we told Gabriel to take his penis out no matter where it was. And we didn't think he'd be in public office. No, no, I know. I know a park's not a good place to whip it. No, I get it. Yeah. Look, can you just, can you let it slide this time? Okay, thanks. Great. That's so, yeah. Yeah. So follow uh, Acapella Science, Acapella Science 2. Uh, Science Life is going to be like the podcast that I started. I'm going to be interviewing Sean Carroll, who's like our big name in physics. Sweet. He like wrote a book about the meaning of life. I don't know if he's right about the meaning of life, <laughs> of life, but he also has written like a lot of books that I've taken a lot of wisdom about physics out of and stuff. Sweet. And uh, yeah, so that'll probably be dropping in a couple of days. And nice. yeah, I mean, I'm, for me, I'm just going to keep making things, mm-hmm. seeing where this experiment goes. Living in NDG, taking care of my my niece and my soon-to-be soon to nephew. nephew. Come, coming out. Those are coming two out separate in a month. people. Yeah. There's, a, there's a new family member. It's exciting. Release date next month. Is uh, is he available on all consoles? or um, Across all platforms? No, yeah. he's pretty exclusively IRL right now, but we're working on it. That's cool. That's cool. You need to get Anya a, a digital platform within the next couple of years. You gotta It'll give be her a good podcast. for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be conducive to proper development to be famous by the time she is four. You gotta put that toddler on a podcast. Yeah. We don't have enough toddlers making podcasts. Toddcast. I think <laughs> there's some there's some guy named Todd who's already got that name. Well, it's been great, guys. That's how I felt about that. <laughs> you have anything to plug this week? Um, no, just uh, guys, share this with someone. Uh, we are very close to hitting 2,000 unique hits in the month of June. Um, I don't know where we're at by the time this episode comes out, but it would not hurt if you guys shared this with a few friends and mm. uh, tried to help us out there. Take the podcast to the moon! Explode it! Yeah. Cool. Well... Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> it's the bye bye song. It's time to say goodbye. What is this? <laughs> I'm saying goodbye to the people who've had to deal with all my shit and the shitty songs <laughs> that I've done over the years. It's time to go away. <laughs> And go to another apartment and also not be on the podcast as much. (coughs) So if you like this podcast, then don't forget to subscribe and subscribe to youtube.com slash acapella science. I promise I sing better over there. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Go the bang.